It is state of the arts here on WMAY, a state of the art segment. Of Let's talk arts and entertainment. I'm Kevin Hart, and I'm joined once again with Gus Gordon. How are you doing, Gus? Kevin, I'm great. How are you, sir? I'm doing pretty good. good. Um, you know, there are a lot of things, you know, moving along, opening up, but uh, I think one of the things we have to talk about here, um, yeah. some some unfortunate news uh, for for the for the summer for the arts community the springfield muni opera announced that it is going to be canceling its season uh this summer and will come back next year yeah that is that is very sad um but you know i gotta tell you i think it's smart just because we still don't know what's going to happen in the upcoming months you know we keep hearing about this uk variant that is so much more contagious and it's not really even here yet yeah. And, you know, it's supposed to be widespread by March with 70 percent, you know, more contagious. Or, and now they're even saying it could potentially be more deadly, primarily because it'll put more people in the hospital and, and fill up beds and so forth. So, you know, if, if that happens in March, if that does come to pass, then that's when people would start to rehearse. And yeah. you have to rehearse to do a show. You can't just have it, you know, pop up out of the blue. So, um it's very sad, but it's prudent under the circumstances because they don't want to shell out all that money for rights and costumes and get everyone's hopes up just to say, hey, we can't do it after all. Um, yeah. And that was a, you know, that was a tough decision. You know, they yeah. think about that for a very long time. And looked at all of the different sides of the argument and um, under the circumstances, it just, it just seemed like the, the best move at this time to be overly prudent when you're talking about the, the health of the audience and the health of the actors and staffs and volunteers and, and everyone involved. And I think if you know if things stay in stage four over the summer for an outdoor facility like that, I think, I think I'm not sure, but in phase four, I think it's 20% capacity. And the simple truth is that the math does not work. As I've said before, you can't put out, you know, and it costs the Muni quite a bit of money to do a show. And if you can't make that back and you're losing money, then you you really, it makes better business sense just to wait it out. Right. And uh, the thing with uh, moving into uh, phase four, phase five, even, is that uh, that would be, um, you know, as Dr. Fauci said, and as a lot of people have uh, sort of been thinking it you know it'd be fall before we'd be able to get into that uh and you know the fall is like the last weekend of like the last muni show uh you know they start rehearsing out there in april so it's um you know and many and even before that rehearsing later in march on a, on occasion to get ready for a late may opening yeah so it's you know it is it, it does make the most sense but it is you know, it, it is really sad because, you know. Were you in one of the shows, well, Kevin? I was not, but um, I uh, was very excited to see, you know. You know, it's, uh, you know, ironically, the, that what was supposed to be that summer, uh, I was very busy and had a lot of things and I wasn't able to make several or I think almost all the shows. Like I was going to miss at least one performance. Oh, but, wow. um, yeah. you know, everything ended up getting canceled anyways, like the, my friend's wedding. Um, you know, we had a reunion for the college radio station, their 50th anniversary. Um, and so there was all this stuff. And so I just said, you know, this year I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna take the summer off, but yeah, yeah, I mean, both both cast and ragtime, 
Um, yeah. I would play a father in that production. And there's a role that I'd wanted to do for quite some time with a cast and staff that I thought were great. And, you know, postponing it a year, it's like, okay, but now, now I don't know what happens. I don't know if they're going to start from scratch next year or if they're going to come back to us and say, hey, can you wait another year? But I, I don't think that'll be the case. I, don't, I think they'll probably have to start fresh because so many people, even after a year, people have moved out of town. Yeah. People have, you know, changed jobs. Um, and, and it's you can't recreate what we would have done in 2020, even this summer. It would have yeah. to be different because we've lost a couple of staff members from some of the shows. So it, it's complicated. And, and I really um, sympathize with what they're going through as an organization. And as a cast member myself, I'm really sad about it. But I don't I don't know that I'm, I'm personally ready to get back in the thick of things yet with a bunch of people um, just personally. So I, I, I get it from both angles. Yeah. And, and it is tough. And I'm, I'm hoping maybe, you know, at some, some point in the future, cause there's, cause there are so many people who wanted to do these shows or in these shows or excited to do them. Maybe, you know, sometime in the future, some sort of at least, you know, concert or something where they can perform all these songs um, and all these scenes yeah. from these shows, dances and stuff. So, you know, maybe in the future, but yeah, I mean, it seems, uh, yeah, I mean, it's unfortunate, but like you said, it really is, it, it, you know, getting back to the normal of, of what the nor normal out at the Muni where, you know, in addition to the seats, there's all sorts of people on the lawn, you know, all right. the, you know, the close, you know, the concession stand in the bathrooms, you know, everything's, you know. You know, I was, yeah. I was asked by um, the director of the Rocky Horror Show, the, the traditional production at the Hoagland, whether yeah. we would go on this year. And I said, well, I'm not ready to cancel it yet, but... Logic, again, tells me that even in October, when we are beginning to open up, we're not going to be able to have a room full of people shouting at the stage. That's yeah. not going to be allowed probably even by that point. Now, I don't know that, of course, so I'm, I'm just kind of waiting to see what's happening. And, and we have a little more luxury at the Hoagland that we can um, kind of wait it out a little bit longer and then bring it back if, if we're allowed to, as opposed to having a big season with, with – you know, everything lined up. So, but we're, we're all just playing it by ear and, and hoping to make the right decision, whatever the right decision turns out to be. Right. Well, we will, um, yeah. And, and it's, it, it really is just one of those things. Um, if, if anything's taught us from last year, it's, I mean, really, we ought to just take it. I mean, honestly, day by day, right. I mean, really, oh, we don't. Inches. Yeah. And the Muni is a strong organization with a very rich history. They will be back. You know, they're, they're not going to suffer long-term consequences, I don't believe. They're going to be back strong as ever with a lot of enthusiasm and a lot of people who have had pent-up frustration for the past two years who are just going to be auditioning and coming out of the woodwork. So they will rebound, yeah. I am very confident. Yeah. And they have Absolutely. great leadership and a great board and a great uh, trustee board as well. So they'll 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 be fine in in the long term. But it's very disappointing in the short term. Yeah, it is. But like we said, they will be back um, as soon as they can be back. Um, and uh, you know, sort of um, sort of on the subject of that, I uh, talked recently. I mean, it was announced a couple of days ago on Facebook. I talked recently with Julie Ratz about the Springfield Ballet Company now. Um, mm -hmm. 
speaking of you know yearly traditions and everything they have the nutcracker couldn't go on and uh through clara's eyes was wonderful i watched that their documentary so um, it was and, great it was it was awesome and the they they have scheduled um both rock ballet in october and the the nutcracker which are on rock ballet is october 2nd and 3rd nutcrackers december 11th and 12th and their uh tentative ballet that they're going to do they don't know which one it's going to be yet the 26th and 27th of february 2022 so they are looking forward saying you know hopefully these you know if they can these will be going on so. Well, they're in, they're in a little different situation in that they're able to still rehearse uh, right now. Now that we're back in phase four, they can get together in smaller groups. They can put masks on. They can dance six feet apart, but they can continue to work their skill set. So when it is safe to come back, they will have perhaps an easier time of getting up to speed with a full production because they will have been training during that you know time off unlike Muni, which just has to kind of wait till it's okay to start. You know, so it's it's a different situation. And we are supposed to be in a better place by October and into December. So um, I, I would think that's a good bet to make. And again, we're all flexible. So if we have to adapt, um, I'm sure they will adapt as well. But uh, I, I think that's encouraging that they're making that announcement and keeping hope alive, so to speak, uh, to coin, a, not coin a phrase, but reuse a phrase, um, I think is important. And I, I think I applaud them for what they're, what they're hoping to do. Yeah, and me too. And they, and, you know, like, uh, one of the things Julie said, and I 100% agree with her is that, because, because, you know, I asked her, because this was, um, because, you know, I talked to her, like, probably hours after I found out about the news of the Muni. I'm like, you know, if things go south, what's going to happen? And she said, you know, listen, they're still, and like, like you said, they're still, um, you know, like as as any musician, no matter what you're practicing, whether it's dance, singing, acting, an instrument, you know, you're always practicing, you're always improving, you're right. always, um, you know, it's it's you're never like done learning how to do anything. So, uh, so yeah, she said that's you know, it's like you said, they will still be, they will at least be able to. They are back to you know rehearsing and right. uh, getting together in groups and everything. And you know, theoretically, and I and I haven't talked with Julie about this, but I would imagine. Since it's a dance performance, you know, they're not going to be singing and, and speaking. So they'll have that on their side. People will be, um, you know, they'll be huffing and puffing because it's very athletic. But they yeah. won't be spreading aerosols quite as far as they would have been if they were singing. So that might be a little safer at that time than singing in a full-fledged chorus or, or whatnot. Um, so, yeah, there, there are a lot of variables and and there's no simple answer for all groups. Everyone has to look at it a little differently. Um, you know, we were talking with our, our residents at the Hoagland. We had all the different groups included, Theater Center, Muni, um, the Ballet Company, the Youth Ballet Company, the Folk Dancers, the Sound Celebration Chorus, and, and the Youth Symphonies, Youth Orchestras. And every one of them can do things at a different time. Um, the choruses are going to have the hardest time getting back together because, you know, they have 40 to 60 people standing shoulder to shoulder, all singing out. And that is the kind of the worst combination right now. So choral singing has really suffered. Uh, you know, even with orchestral music, they can put covers on their instruments. They can separate six feet. They can do just string arrangements or whatever. There are options. But for choral singing, that's that's going to kind of be the last thing to come back, I think. 
Probably, yeah, I think so. Um, I mean, yeah, that's e- even if every single, you know, every single person is, uh, is, I, you know, tested right. or what have you, I mean, right. still, yeah, that's, you know, 60 people and singing as we've, you know, as we've said, and many people said is like the, one of the worst ways of like spreading out any sort of like anything. So right. yeah. Yeah. Right. You know, it's unfortunate, but I, I also want to talk about, you have, um, you have a announcement, I think, to make with uh, in regards right. to your Valentine's show, right? Yeah, we're going to do a virtual Valentine's Day concert. Um, Asni Vigasa came to me with this idea, and so we've put it together. We have a great group, uh, 10 singers, 10 female singers, who will be doing some of the classic standard love songs and Broadway love songs. Um, they'll be recording them individually, so one person at a time, and do a couple of numbers each. We have a trio comprised of Rob Stark and Mark Gifford and Damian Kaplan, who will be providing backup. But the roster is great. We have Hope Cherry, Vanessa Ferguson, Jasmine French, Sarah Geckner, Anna Bussing Maisenbacher, um, Alyssa Schultz, Mary Kate Smith, Tiffany Williams, Cinder Reitzman, and then Ostney Vigasa as well. So it's a great group of local talent who will be singing some love songs. We'll be streaming that on Valentine's Day weekend weekend for a couple of performances. So we haven't um, put the tickets on sale just yet, but we will be recording that soon and have it ready to go just in time for Valentine's Day. So if you're at home having a romantic meal and you want some you know, romantic music in the background and some wonderful love songs, this will be a great combination. That's awesome. Yeah, that is going to be great. That is going to be such a such a nice, you know, a nice a nice loving Valentine's Day event and, you know, yeah. several yeah. And you fabulous can on your phone, you can watch it on your iPad, on your laptop, your computer, even on your TV screen. Uh, so you can if you're having a romantic um, boat ride <laughs> in the middle of Lake Springfield, which I don't think you'd be doing in February, but if you were, uh, you could take your phone along with you and and have some great music to go along with it. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. Yes. Please. Absolutely. And like we said, fabulously talented singers, um, performers that are going to be there. So that is, uh, that is great. We have another for you next week of specifics on how to get tickets and so forth. Yes. And we will get that information to you guys. Absolutely. Uh, I want to talk about another, uh, another interesting streaming event uh, with theater, Uh, the spirit of Lincoln. If you guys remember, it was the uh, show uh, that was done. Um, by STC in the Hoagland, and that was a Ken Bradbury, uh, Roger Wainwright show. Yeah. Um, looking, for, looking for Lincoln is putting on um, a couple of uh, a virtual uh, talks, um, and they they have this on Facebook. Um, if you look out, uh, uh, search the Spirit of Lincoln, it'll actually come up because it's the most recent event coming okay. up February tenth, um, and that is. Um, Looking for Lincoln conversations about the spirit of Lincoln, um, and it will be um, it'll happen. Uh, each episode will have different scenes from the show and uh, talk about it historically. There will be a live question and answer portion. So that seems pretty interesting. That was a yeah. that was a great show, like talking about and some of the historical things about Lincoln's life and the people impacted by him. Right. Now that's a great idea. A great idea to to stay um, active and get that information out there, and you know, build a new audience too, because. Putting the theater center together with looking for Lincoln, you're going to expand your audience base, and that's a really great idea. We've we've really learned to depend on partnerships, especially during the pandemic, to to continue to thrive and to grow even. So yes. I, I applaud them for doing that. That's it was a great show, great cast, 
and it'll be nice to have some insight into how they put it together and in some of the stories that were in the production. Yes. And so that will be definitely interesting to delve into that again, because uh, like we said, that is a show and I, I saw the show. Um, I saw the show the one time, but yep. um, it, was, it was always great to, you know, be able to watch some of that again as well sure. as get some insights. That'll be really interesting. So um, we will have information, uh, like we said, next week for you guys about the upcoming virtual um, event, the Valentine's Day event. And, um, you know, and in and, and terms of these, uh, these times that we're facing, uh, as we like to say, this too shall pass. We will get there. It's, right. it's, 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 it can be upsetting, but we will get there. Uh, we will all be back doing theater uh live in person we're still doing it now but in the way that we were doing it we will get there exactly hey kevin i also want to mention that uh, please do Center for the Arts, our education department uh, yes we'll be uh, offering new classes next week they start they begin next week and people can go to um um check that out they can go to our facebook page hoagland kids teens and juniors and if they have students who would like to be involved, we have yoga for performers for grades four through 12. Um, Haley Shea is going to be uh, teaching that class. And Autumn Meyer and Matthew Valla will also be teaching courses online. Uh, Autumn will be teaching fundamentals of dance for grades four through eight. And uh, Mr. Valla will be teaching musical theater design for grades four through eight. So there's a lot going on that people can do. And if they wanna keep up you know, learning about the arts, and just go to our Facebook page for more information about that. Awesome. Yes. Go to the Facebook page. Uh, so make sure, cause that's always, that will be great. I'm sure. Like, thank you for bringing that up again. Okay, sure, thank so, you. Um, yes. So, um, so thank you so much for joining me, Gus, and we will do this again next week. Next week. All right, Kevin. See you later. See you later. It is state of the arts. <laughs>